0: steeler fans what's going on this is jeff hartman co-editor of behind the steel with you for a monday episode of let's ride that is right you are back we are better we hopefully were better than ever And today I have to get some things off of my chest. It's been stirring up for a while now. And if you listen to my training camp recap that ran on Sunday, you heard me tease this show. I said, I'm kind of upset with a lot of things. If you want to kind of hear me sound off, you're going to want to tune in on Monday and I'm ready. I'm a golfer, so let's tee it up. Let's let the big dog eat. Give me the number one wood and I'm going to swing for the fences. Yeah, I mix baseball and golf there intentionally. Before we get into that, I just want to make something very clear. Wherever you're listening, and I know that 55% of the people that listen to our podcasts, I'm talking about audio, not YouTube, 55% of you listen on iTunes or Apple podcasts. Please do us a favor and give us a five-star rating. If you enjoy the content, if you think it's a four-star content, then just give us a four. If you think we're awful, whatever, that's fine. But I think that a lot of people out there, based on our numbers, which have been really, really good since we started the morning shows and the afternoon shows and the recaps and the Ike Taylor interviews and things like that, people are digesting and downloading our content. So with that said, all I ask is that the 55% of you that actually listen on iTunes or on Apple Podcasts Give us a five star rating, and I will check every single time before I record one of my Let's Ride podcasts. And if we have a new, fresh comment, someone gives us a good comment, I'll read it on the air. That's that's a that's a that's a promise, okay? And so, give us a five star; it'll help with our exposure. Just this weekend, I I searched Steelers podcast on iTunes, and we were the second one to show up. I don't want to be second. In the words of Ricky Bobby, second is the first loser you ain't first or last. So let's keep that in mind. I appreciate it, really. And wherever you listen, if you listen on Spotify, just make sure you follow the show, Google Play, Stitcher, whatever. All right. So I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood today. And this is uh, one of the things that I like about this show is that it's just me. I'm going to have some guests this week, but today it's just me. It's just me with my thoughts, with a couple notes scribbled down on a piece of paper. And it's just going to be, let's see where this goes. Now, this 2020 NFL season has been unique from the get-go. Obviously, we don't need to discuss all the COVID-19, the coronavirus stuff. Two weeks ago, I did that show. Go back and listen to it. Did a whole 30 minutes talking about coronavirus. Made me want to puke, but still, I did it. Okay? Now, here we have... This unique scenario, and I have said this on multiple podcasts, not just here in the morning, but also in the Steelers preview on Thursday night. I said, I hope that the reporters that are allowed to be in the facility at Heinz Field watching practice realize their importance. And what I meant by that is that the Steelers are a team that is used to giving public access to their practices. Think about that for a second. When they go to St. Vincent College in Latrobe, anyone that wants to come can come. Free admission, go in, sit down, Chuck Knoll Field, and you can watch everything. You can watch them warm up. You can watch the quarterbacks start at the tight ends. You can watch the running backs do footwork drills. You can watch Chris Boswell kick field goals on the other field. You can watch punt return men catching balls from a jugs machine. You can see them see how many footballs they can catch without dropping one, literally like having four, four footballs in their hands, all of it. You get to see all of it. The seven shots, you get to watch it. Backs on backers. You get to see it. Goal line drill. Yep. That too. Two minute drill. Hey, that's fine. We'll get to watch that too. They are used to giving fans a front row seat of their team preparing for the upcoming regular season. So once the decision was made, the NFL comes down and says, no one is leaving their home facility. Period no matter what, even though the Steelers would have been in their own bubble, quote unquote bubble in St. Vincent, that they could have controlled all of their players. They never could have let them go anywhere. If they all test negative, they never leave campus. They're never going to contract anything. It would have been the perfect scenario for a team preparing for the regular season. But the NFL and all their wisdoms that it has to be uniform. No. Okay. So now we have the players going home, being with families, which is great. Great for your mental fortitude and your mental health, I should say. But at the same time, they're going to be going, they're going to be in contact with people that could have the virus and it could it could lead to a positive. But still, I'm going to get to that in in a second. So now we're stuck as a fan base, relying on literally five or six individuals to give us the news. And I have to be honest, it's been awful. It has been awful. And I I want you to know one thing right now. I am not complaining as someone that is a co-editor of a secondhand site. Look, BehindTheSealCurtain.com is not allowed there. Never have been allowed there. Never will be allowed there. They don't recognize us as an accredited website. Doesn't matter how many views we get. It doesn't matter how many downloads we have on our podcast. It doesn't matter how many people find us to be a legitimate news source. It does not matter to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And so we're used to having to deal with this stuff. We're used to have to having to navigate these unique waters of finding stories ourselves, as well as sharing other people's stories and using them in a unique way. This is commonplace for us, period. However, I said it a million times and I'll say it again. The reporters had a really good opportunity to give the fans something, whether it's video of players working, whether it's video of players, you know, in certain drills, backs on backers. And, and this is not just on the reporters. I want to make that very clear. The Pittsburgh Steelers have said you cannot film during certain situations. So I know a lot of fans are like, why aren't we getting to see seven shots? Why aren't we getting to see the, the goal line drill? Why aren't we getting to see some backs on backers? Most of it's because the Pittsburgh Steelers, the way that they love it, they control everything that leaves there now. Because it, it, it Chuck Knoll Field, in St. Vincent college, if, if my dad and grandfather just as an example of a father and a grandfather have their cell phones out and they're recording the two minute drill, they can take that, put it on Twitter and it's out there for the world to see. And sites like mine will see that and say, this is great. I'm going to take it and I'm going to put it in an article. They're going to get a bunch of views. They're going to get some followers. I'm going to get a good article. And the fans that read our site are going to get some context as to what's going on in training camp we're getting nothing. We're getting nothing. And at a time when reporters are not allowed to actually ask players, individual players, specific questions, and you don't have the situation where, I don't know, let's say Ed Bouchette of the athletic is standing there and Marcus Allen, the third, the third year player from Penn state walks by and he says, Hey, Marcus, do you have a minute? And he gets a one-on-one with Marcus. That's unique to him. Everyone's getting the same players. Everyone's getting the same quotes. Everyone's getting the same everything. And so you would think that they would want to give something unique. They're not. It's frustrating. As a fan, I can see how right now already you're kind of turned off about the way 2020 is starting from an NFL season standpoint. I know that fans for that read our site, that comment on our site, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, have said they just are frustrated with the lack of video, photo, and even written reports, I understand that the vast majority of people that write about the Steelers now write for a pay site, a subscription site, and I get it you don't want to give you don't want to give away the Golden Goose for free. you don't, but at the same time, in a, in a normal year, I would say that's fine. this isn't a normal year. This isn't a normal year, and the fans I feel like are getting the short end of the stick based off of the the, the reporters not really giving them anything to follow. The NFL, the Steelers, should be telling the reporters, let's give them something. We need to get some excitement about this season because right now there's a lot of people out there that think it's a joke, that they're extremely skeptical. They don't think that this is even going to take place. I don't think many of you listening fall into that category because why would you be listening in the first place? But still, there are a lot of people out there that do believe that. Oh, but it gets, it gets better, folks. It gets a lot better. Not just are the reporters disappointing, the Steelers organization is disappointing. Again, you went from letting every single fan that wanted to come to St. Vincent, whether you came from 300 miles away or three miles away, didn't matter. You gave them an inside look. Come on inside, see what it's like, get a feel for this. It's amazing. Watch it, take it in, digest it, listen to the pads popping, Mike Tomlin yelling. Danny Smith having seemingly like a heart attack every time the special team session goes. It doesn't matter what's happening. It's that you were able to take it all in. And so the Steelers, in their infinite wisdom, say, How about we're starting padded practice? This is kind of like the start of training camp. And we, behind the recognize it as a start of training camp as well. Why don't we do these live look-ins at practice? So during the individual sessions, we will have live look-ins. It'll be great, and we're going to pump it up. And so they put it on Twitter. They put it on Facebook. They put it on Instagram. Make sure you're here tomorrow, 1.30, start of practice, start of pads. It's going to be great. Well, I don't know about you, but I fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. I literally, I was there, 1.30, boom, I'm ready to go. Turn it on. Missy Matthews is there with Mike Prezuda of DVE and of Steelers.com and they're talking. Okay, you're introducing everything. You're getting us ready. Okay, I get it. Show some practice. No. Okay, they're gonna talk to Craig Wolfley. After Craig Wolfley, they're gonna get to practice. Here we go. Show some practice. No. Okay, they're gonna talk to Tun Let's, after Tunch, I guarantee they're gonna show us some practice. Here we go. Tun talking. No all right, after this break, maybe they're going to show us some practice. They show Anthony McFarland stretching. They show Isaiah Bugs walking around. They show TJ Watt talking to a coach. All right, here we go. They, you hear the horn go off. They're going to show some practice. Now they're ready to go. Back to Missy Matthews and Mike Prezuta. I'm sorry, but again, for the fans that are used to going and seeing practice from start to finish, please tell me why. Can anyone Anyone tell me why. If you want to know, you can find my email address on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Find any article with the name Jeff Hartman underneath it. Click on it. It's my bio. You have an email address. Send me an email. If anyone thinks it would be too complicated to say we have two cameras, one in the north end zone, one in the south end zone, and we are going to literally have both feeds going at the same time. Now on Twitter, you might have a bounce back and forth from cameras. But on the Steelers.com website, you can choose which camera you want to watch. And then I understand when you go 11 on 11, the camera shut off. Someone tell me how difficult that would be because I'll tell you what, that would be a heck of a lot more informative than hearing these talking heads spout off instead of watching practice. Don't call it a live look-in if you seriously are just going to have two or three people talking about the team. That's exactly what they're doing. When the Pittsburgh Penguins had an exhibition game against each other, there was no other team involved. It was Penguins versus Penguins as they were leading up to go up to Toronto in the bubble. They had an exhibition. They planted a couple cameras in their arena, and anyone that wanted to tune in could go into any social media platform, could go to their Penguins app, and they could watch for free, and they watched the whole thing. I get the feeling that if it was the Steelers doing that, you would see Missy Matthews and, uh, I don't know, Bob Labriola instead of actually watching the football game. It This has been infuriating. And I, again, I'm not talking about me as someone that covers the Steelers. I'm talking about me as a fan that wants to know what's going on. That's it. I, I If you said, well, okay, folks, that's the end of our feed. We're going to shut it down because the NFL states that during 11 on 11 drills, uh, you know, for competitive reasons, we're not going to show that film. I get it. Okay. It's been great. I got to watch back on backers. I got to watch open space tackling. I got to watch Ben Roethlisberger throwing downfield passes to receivers down the post, uh, down the flag routes. I got to watch all of that. I would leave that saying, man, that was great. That was great. I felt like I was there. I felt like I got to see something. I felt like I learned something. I felt like I could maybe even write something about what I saw. We don't get that. We don't get that at all. it It goes it goes beyond this. Now, I've been in touch with some of my sources that are you know the people that are on those Zoom calls, and I asked, "Hey, are you all getting a schedule about practices and stuff?" And he said, "Yeah, but it, it's it's really it's really weird that they're saying everything's tentative and it's it, no, nothing is set in stone. So the, they give us the dates and when they're going to be off, but everything's subject to change. And i I get it, you know." If something happens if there's a mini outbreak or if a lot of guys test positive, which we're going to get into a certain scenario like that in a second. Um, I get it. Can someone tell me why that can't be public knowledge though? Can someone tell me why they can't release, even if it's just weekly? Okay, folks, here's your weekly schedule for Pittsburgh Steelers training camp, 2020 at Heinz field. And even keep track of how many padded practices they've had. You're allowed 14 leading up to week one. I believe the Steelers have had maybe four. I could be wrong. I I probably am wrong. But still, why is why is the schedule not out there? When they usually go to La Trobe, you get a month schedule, a month. And every single schedule is subject to change due to weather. They've moved workouts up. They've moved workouts back. They've moved workouts to the turf field. They've moved. They've moved. They've canceled workouts. You have all this stuff. Why can't it be public knowledge? Again, I'm not expecting answers here. These are rhetorical questions. I wish we had some answers. I really do. I just don't understand some of these things. I don't understand why they can't show us more about practice. And then you, you, you go any step further. Saturday night, 6 o'clock, tune into KDKA or watch us on our social media. Bob Pompey, Charlie Batch. We are going to be live at Heinz Field to show you this evening practice. I got nothing out of it. And I, I sent Dave Schofield a message and said, this is awful. This is awful. And he, you know, he told me, what were you expecting? I said, maybe I was expecting the fact that it was a Saturday night evening practice, everything involved, that they would have given us something more, something substantial, something to kind of, I don't know, get our, to, the, the craving that we all have for football right now is absurd. And we've, we've gone without sports in general for so long. And football has been, is going to be the one sport, the first sport that is going to come back on schedule period. It's, it's the first sport that's going to come back on schedule. And so we've all been waiting. What have we gotten? We've gotten a whole lot of nothing. That's it. I'll be back. I've got more stuff to spout off about right after this break. Stay tuned. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, Jeff Harvin back here for another episode of Let's Ride. The general, I guess you would call it the, the main denominator in this episode is the fact that I'm frustrated with the coverage of this 2020 training camp, but I'm going to kind of leave training camp and kind of approach the NFL now as a general organization. The NFL and the NFLPA prior to this upcoming season, they agreed on a side, we'll call it a side letter CBA, which means that they, they came to terms on a collective bargaining agreement for just this season because they realize how unique it is. They realize that it's this season that they're going to have to do testing protocol and traveling arrangements. Everything's going to be different this year. And so they did this side letter CBA and it got approved. And so testing protocol was one of those. So every team, they have to do daily testing. They're doing that all the way, I believe, until September 6th. They're, every single player is getting tested for the coronavirus, COVID nineteen, every single day. And I understand that. I respect that. I agree with it. That's fine. You want to, if you want this thing to work, you have to do that. I get it. However, what everyone on Sunday, if you were paying attention to social media, all of a sudden got these messages from Adam Schefter, Tom Polisaro of the Tom Polisaro of the NFL Network um everyone every single NFL insider or expert or reporter was saying how there was a slew of NFL teams that have been sending their tests to a lab in New Jersey that all of a sudden had a massive amount of positive tests so let's keep things in perspective first and foremost the NFL has been doing a phenomenal job with their numbers very few players are testing positive. Those that have tested positive, almost all of them have returned to their team. Very few are going on now. Kudos to the NFL for this. I know I'm ripping on the NFL, but kudos to the NFL for this. They said, wait a second, let's pump the brakes here. We've been doing great with these numbers. How in the world are all of these tests that are going to one specific lab coming back positive? This is weird. Red flags are going up all over the place. Red flag, red flag, red flag. And so they they did the right thing. They did the right thing, and they said, we're just going to hit the pause button. Any player that tested positive is not able to be around the team, send them home, quarantine. But we're going to get this figured out, and we're not having you put them on the reserve list yet. This is exactly what Mike Tomlin was talking about. If you listen to his post-practice comments on Saturday night, when he said, we had a couple players had to be held out for COVID reasons, but they're not going to be put on the COVID list. And I'm listening to this and I sent Dave Scofield a message saying, what in the world is he talking about? We assumed he was talking about Marquise Pouncey, whose grandmother just passed away. And she was down, he had to go down to Florida for the funeral. And you figure when he's coming back, he's coming from Florida. They might tell him, Hey, he's going to have to stay away. He's going to have to test negative two times, whatever the case may be. And then he can rejoin the team. No, the Steelers per Kevin Colbert, the general manager on Sunday said six players tested positive. Now they didn't have practice today. Anyways, everything was scheduled, was just done virtually. So they told everyone stay home, but the Cleveland Browns and the Buffalo Bills and the Chicago Bears, and I think the Detroit Lions were all teams that had an increased number of positive tests from this same laboratory. And I know the the Cleveland Browns shut everything down. They retested their players, and they opened it up because all those players tested positive, tested negative. So it's it's kudos to the NFL for having the brains to say, there might be something off here. We're not just going to tell all of these players they have to sit out for 10 days. They actually have said, let's see, this is all coming from one lab. Maybe we got some bad tests, and it looks like that's the case. And I want to say kudos to Matthew Stafford because nothing, else, nothing, none of this would have happened without him. You never heard that story. He tested positive a couple of weeks ago, was told to go home. His wife wrote a really strong letter to the NFL on social media about how her kids were told they had to stay home. She was basically shunned from society, essentially. Come to find out, Matthew Stafford felt fine. They tested him two straight times, boom, boom, negative, negative, and it turns out it was a false positive. This is the stuff the NFL has to figure out. I said this on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter. Jay Hartman underscore PIT. Jay Hartman underscore PIT. I said, the NFL's got to figure this thing out. What if they have an issue with a lab like this the day before or the day of a game? What's going to happen? What's going on? I'm never going to get into the fact that if this happens with just the NFL. How much does this happen with everyday citizens? How many false positives are done out in the world that everyone's counting as cases when in reality they're not? There's flaws in the system. I get it. Dave Schofield on Twitter responded to my uh tweet and said he thinks that every every player should have two tests done on Thursday and they should go to separate labs. If both tests come back positive, they have to sit out. if both if they aren't positive, both aren't positive and one negative, then they have to then they're fine because it means one of the tests was, was false. Would they have to be tested again? I don't know. They have to figure this out, though. And I know this is the first time that the NFL roster sizes that are this big. They're not going to be in a bubble. We've seen what's happened with Major League Baseball. But my gosh, NFL, the Steelers had six players that had to sit out of practice on Saturday night, and they're probably going to be back on Monday. They're going to be. They'll be in virtual meetings on Sunday, but they're probably going to be back in practice on Monday. It's frustrating. Everything about this season so far has been frustrating. But you know what? To end this show on a positive note, and I always like to do that, I like to end things on a positive note. As frustrating as it's been, at least there's something to be frustrated about. If you think about where, how far things have come in the NFL as it pertains to the the likelihood of having, you know, the likelihood of having games and having it start on time. There was a time where I think a lot of people thought there's no way, there's no way the NFL can do this. There's no way the NFL can actually agree on anything. There's no way we can actually get this done. Look, I think that they're on, uh, they're on the right track. Are there some wrinkles to iron out? Absolutely. But no one, no one, at least not me, thought that this was going to go off without having to iron out some wrinkles better to have this happen now as I, as I just rip them for the fact that this happened in general, better to have this happen now in August than in September, right before the start of the season. So we'll see how this plays out. I don't expect the camp coverage to change any, but you know what? I, I, I just can't get over how poorly this is done. That there wasn't someone in meetings somewhere, whether it's individual reporter meetings or whether it was, pool reporter meetings with a bunch of reporters or whether it was the Steelers organization and how they're going to handle live look-ins at practice. I don't, I cannot believe there's not someone that stood up and said, we got to give these fans more than this. We want them to be invested in our season. We got to give them more than this. And it just hasn't happened. And it's been frustrating. Maybe, maybe we'll get lucky. I wouldn't expect it to, but you know what? In a couple of weeks, Everything's going to be over. Training camp's going to be over, and we're going to be talking about regular season games, and I'm extremely excited about that. I'm excited also about Wednesday, possibly, I'm going to say possibly because things happen, possibly having a special guest on the show to talk about the X's and O's of the Steelers, what could go right, what could go wrong, the positives, the pros, the cons, you name it. We're going to break down this up this team heading into 2020 like no one else has. Uh, It's going to be a good guest. I hope you check it out. That's Let's Ride. But also, I hope you check out all of our shows you know, you've let's ride Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 5 a.m. Eastern time. That's when that's published. Then you also have the PM shows. Like for instance, on Monday, you have the PM show, the Steelers Q and a with Brian Anthony Davis and Tony Defio. on Tuesday. You have the Scobro show on Wednesday. You have, uh, back and back in black. I always mix. I always mix that up back in black. Thursday's a Steelers preview. Friday is the live mic. Uh, it's, it's really with Michael Beck, And then on on mornings, you have Let's Ride Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Tuesday's the Retro Show, the Steelers Retro Show. And then Thursday is the Steelers Stat Geek. And then we even have shows on the weekends Steelers Brunch with Tony, Tales from 2 a.m. My gosh, I hope you're checking all these out. I really hope you are because it's been great. We've had a lot. We have have training camp recaps. They had that great interview with like Taylor. If you haven't checked that out yet, please do. BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one stop shop. And don't forget, listening on iTunes. Once this is over, give us a five-star rating. I really appreciate it. That's all. I think I got everything off my chest. Hopefully Wednesday's is a little bit more positive show. At the same time, I hope maybe you're listening that's saying, yeah, Jeff, you you know what you're talking about. You get them. Maybe someone's listening and maybe something will change. We'll see. In the meantime, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. Uh, Be safe. Be kind. God bless you. We'll see you on Wednesday.